ever stop to think that the best and worst place to live is in your mind? Think about it. We can create our own destiny or our own downfall. It all has to do with the way that we choose to think and see things. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit, with your host, Dr. Paula Joyce. Dr. Paula is here with her guest experts to show you just how to change that negative way of thinking and see your world in a positive light. Now, here is Dr. Paula. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and I'm grateful to be here with and for you today. You are all part of a global community with fellow listeners in over 200 regions from every corner of the world. Thank you for being here with and for me and for continuing to spread the word to your friends, relatives, and colleagues. Special note of gratitude goes this week to our listeners around the world in the countries of China, Japan, and the United Kingdom, and in the states of Virginia, Colorado, and Arkansas. Welcome and thank you all for your continuing support because you keep tuning in and listening. Uplift Your Life Nourishment of the Spirit is a top-ranked show here on the Voice America Talk Radio Network, the oldest and most widely listened to online talk radio network. Thank you for listening and making this show success possible. I love hearing from you, so please keep sending me your questions and comments. Since August 24th, at the end of each show, I've been sharing the name of an archangel or a spiritual guide and what their main purpose is or information about a special spiritual group that wants to help you and all of humankind to grow and evolve. Be sure to listen at the end of the show today to learn about the archangel that helps you take good care of yourself, ensuring that you have energy to enjoy your life and to give to others. And now for your tip for the week from my ebook, 33 Tips for Self-Empowerment. I wrote this book because when you are self-empowered, you are connected to your limitless higher self. Your soul, your intuition, your gut feelings, your guidance. Our limitless higher self is the wiser part of ourselves, the part that knows the truth of who we are. Our logical mind is so loud, however, that it often drowns out the whisper that's trying to guide us on our our authentic path. As you learn to listen to the still small voice within, you will begin to feel at peace because your limitless higher self has direct access to the divine. It is through this connection that miracles occur like unexpected healing, healthy relationships, peace, and wealth. This connection gives you an inner foundation of love which eliminates fear. It is through this love that you can heal the planet and yourself and make the shift into the fourth dimension. Our higher self helps us find safety and even save our own life and others' lives. We must train ourselves to trust our higher self and never go against it. Don't talk yourself out of something that feels right to you or let what others say or think influence what you do. Please use these tips. My tip for this week is in honor of our topic today. Monitor your progress. If you're working on releasing your anger, for instance, ask yourself, is the intensity of my anger diminished? Is the duration of my anger shorter? Is my recovery time faster? Is the amount of time between angry outbursts greater? When you're changing a behavior, whether it's adjusting how you use technology, connect with others, or let go of destructive habits like anger, blame, shame, judgment, etc., it's important to notice small changes along the way. Give yourself credit for your progress and celebrate your victories. This is important because our minds tend to focus on what is still missing, what we're not doing right, and how we're not perfect. This negative energy robs us of the joy of our progress, steals our hope, and makes us believe that we'll never achieve our goals. Monitoring our progress is a powerful way to counteract this tendency. We are in charge of our thoughts and have the ability to kick out the ones that hurt us. Since our thoughts carry a frequency, it's a 
important that we stay as positive as we can. The higher vibration will attract more of the same, which will build our positive energy and create more good things in our personal and professional lives. Whether you are a designated leader or not, your energy affects everyone around you. Make sure that you are spreading positive energy. As we change ourselves, we change everyone who comes in contact with us, even people who just pass us on the street. In this way, each one of us is a leader, a piece of the puzzle, part of the one mind that will help to heal the world and help it become the world we want to live in. What you think, say, and do matters. That's why my next workshop is Discovering Hope and Silver Linings. In our first show of the year, Psychic Dwan Washington emphasized the importance of our growing in hope, compassion, and love. He called it a soul lesson for 2018. No matter what is going on in your life or in the world, you can always find something to be grateful for. Happiness is the result of how we think about our circumstances and not what our circumstances are. When we focus on the negative, that's all we see. And we miss the amazing things that are good in our lives. I've learned to notice what I wish were different, but not dwell on it. I no longer get stuck in the pain and drama. Instead, I keep my attention on the good things, the things that make me smile and bring me joy and hope. From that place of gratitude and happiness, it's easy to bring in more of the same so that the good things keep multiplying. When something is especially changed, Challenge, challenging, I focus on what I am learning and how I am growing in wisdom, knowledge, strength, patience, compassions, compassion, empathy, and or love, including self-love. There's always something to be grateful for. Yet 80% of our thoughts are negative and even worse, 90% of our thoughts about ourselves are negative. We worry one to eight hours a day. Most heart attacks occur Sunday night due to worry about work and only 8% of what we worry about actually happens. Negative thoughts eat up our time, energy, health, and self-esteem. We must discover new ways of thinking and focus on hope and silver linings. Our very lives depend on it. In my workshop, you'll learn how to shift your thoughts from fear, worry, and negativity to hope. Find the silver linings in every situation and have compassion for yourself and others. We'll be meeting on Saturday, March 3rd. For details and registration, go to paulajoyce.com. If you don't live in Dallas, contact me for individual or group coaching or invite me to give a speech or present a workshop like this one or overcoming abuse or another one in your area. Choosing to be positive, choosing to think, see, feel, and act in new and healthier ways is the heart of Uplift Your Life Nourishment of the Spirit. We all have choices, but we can't make the best choices for ourselves if we don't know what the options are. This show provides you with new information on health and healing with an emphasis on spirituality and the connection between our thoughts, emotions, and physical and mental health. We can all choose happiness, gratitude, abundance, love, peace, positivity, as we allow ourselves to know the truth of our own experiences and feel the pain of our past or present life and let it go, we open ourselves up to the joy of being fully alive in every moment. We change the energy in our body and literally become younger and healthier, feel lighter and have more energy. We truly know and feel the joy, beauty, and love in our lives. My show helps you do that by providing you with new information, perspectives, and techniques, inspirational stories, and guests who are thought leaders in their field, like our guest today, Michael Gelb, who's here to talk about rediscovering the art of connection in the age of technology. In last week's show, Zohara Hieronymus shared how important the white spirit animals are to Mother Earth and humanity. 
They are not less evolved than we are. They are our teachers and guard over the woods, rivers, savannas, and all of nature. We cannot afford to lose them or any more of the animal kingdom. 50% of invertebrate species are already gone. And if things stay the same, 25% of all of the Earth's species will be extinct in 30 years. The white spirit animals are literally white in color and are revered in their homelands. They are prophets of change and include the bear, lion, elephant, wolf, and buffalo. Through telepathy, Zohara has listened to what they want to teach us and generously shared some of the most important information with us. For instance, the elephant teaches us compassion. Human genetics are 99% the same as elephants, and their lifespan of 80 years is similar to ours. They want to help us restore our culture to a culture of love. The wolf shared the need for us to take care of the land through conservation, preservation, and restoration. Zohara pointed out that we can all communicate with the white spirit animals, each other and other animals, through telepathy. She says it's simply listening with empathy, respect, and humility. For previous shows on our connection to animals, please listen to Amelia Kincaid on January 2nd, 2017, Tamarack Song on July 21 and October 2nd in 2017, and Dr. Bernie Siegel on December 31st, 2015. I received a kind note yesterday from Christy Cody, who teaches Argentine tango and was on my show August 21st in 2014. Close to the beginning of the show, she said, some of my students recently came across the interview I did with you a few years ago and told me they enjoyed it very much. It felt good to hear from her and reminded me that each show is relevant and important. To benefit from Christie's show, Zohara's, Dwan Washington's, or any others, I encourage you to click on the episode link on this page. You can hear these shows or any others that you may have missed or want to listen to again. That's the beauty of having the shows on demand. As one listener said, when she listens to a show more than once, the information sinks in at a deeper level, and she also picks up new ideas that she had missed previously. You have easy access any time, day or night, allowing you to listen when it fits your schedule or needs. Some people listen when relaxing, sharing time with a loved one, exercising, commuting in the middle of the night, or when needing hope, comfort, inspiration. Whenever it is, I'm here for you. Now it's time for my silver lining story. I must admit that I was a little slow getting into cell phone technology. I'm fully in it now, though. Initially, I had to learn to text if I wanted to communicate with my children. Then I added social media for business purposes. It was fine until one night I noticed that I had gotten a little too far into it. Without wanting to, I was checking my social media every few minutes. That's when I put the phone out of reach and turned off the alerts. I stopped using social media for a few days to break the pattern that had overtaken me, and I never turned alerts back on. Now I choose when I want to go on social media, and I only use it to fulfill my mission of uplifting people's lives, including my own. I block people who are using social media to spread mean-spirited posts. I deleted any comments on my posts that were rude or inappropriate, and I encouraged others to do the same. Sometimes I take time off from social media if I'm particularly tired or busy or just not wanting to do it. Other times I spend extra time because I need uplifting and the posts make me laugh or nurture my soul. I don't follow a time pattern. I follow my internal guidance because it never steers me wrong. Technology is not good or bad. How we use it determines its value and we all have choices in that regard. Although technology often saves me time, I'm old-fashioned about the value of more personal communication. Sometimes I use text to set a phone appointment, which I consider to be second to -to face-to-face communication, but Skype or a personal visit isn't always possible. 
Emails and text are efficient and helpful at times, but they don't convey tone or the warmth of a voice or smile, and they can easily be misunderstood. I remember having crafted a difficult email to someone with great care only to discover from a third party that the person had completely misinterpreted my message. A phone conversation would have given me the opportunity to pick up on the miscommunication and solve the problem before it grew. I have learned a lot from people younger than me about the value of technology. I have also learned to be discerning about when I use it and to not throw away what I know about the value of personal connection for healthy communication and relationships. Our guest today, Michael Gelb, is the author of The Art of Connection and has pioneered the fields of creative thinking, accelerated learning, and innovative leadership. He leads seminars for organizations such as DuPont, Merck, Microsoft, Nike, Raytheon, and the London Business School. He's the co-author of Brain Power and author of How to Think like Leonardo da Vinci and several other bestsellers. You're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit, and I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. If you want to get uplifting messages between shows, please click on the link to like us on Facebook. In addition to posting all of our shows, I post special uplifting messages to you and repost videos that will make you laugh, feel good about the kindness in the world, fill your heart with the beauty of nature and animals, the delight of dance and music, and the joy of being alive. With all the violence, hurtful words, and anger and fear being spread, we must find a way to keep ourselves positive. Only like and follow the people who add positivity to the world. The answer to hate is love, as Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. said, hate cannot drive out hate. Only love can do that. While listening to the commercials, go to my website, paulajoyce.com, to like us on Facebook, then friend Paula Joyce, and I'll help you be part of the solution. Then read about and register for my Discovering Hope and Silver Linings workshop. Before you, I hope, and your question for the day is, before you communicate with someone, do you think through what the best method is for your particular purpose. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Michael Gelb to talk about rediscovering the art of connection in the age of technology. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Be the best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a -a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session. Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214-208-3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. Time for a fresh perspective from leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission. Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today, please call one 888 346-9141 That's 1-888-346-9141 You may also send an email to Dr. Paula Joyce at gmail.com Now, back to Uplift Your Life Nourishment of the Spirit 
If you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I always appreciate hearing from you, my listeners, as a top-ranked show. When you choose to advertise with me, you reach millions of people. If this interests you or if you want to help sponsor the show or become part of the conversation today, please call 888-346-9141 or email drpaulajoyce at gmail. I value you and what you have to say, so please let me know what's on your mind and heart. And I hope you wrote down that before you communicate with someone, you think through what the best method is for your particular purpose. I'm so pleased to welcome Michael Gelb to talk about rediscovering the art of connection in the age of technology. Welcome, Michael. Well, it's really a joy to have you on. I followed you for quite a while, and um, and it's it's great to get to know you and have you on my show. So I was wondering if you would begin by telling us how this topic of connection and interpersonal relationships became so important to you. So from a very practical point of view, I wanted to share what I have learned about how to build the kinds of connections that help people manifest their creative and innovative ideas. And then the other aspect of it is exactly what you were discussing before the break, which is that in this time of increasing dependence on technology, where children are growing up, learning their communication skills from Siri and Alexa, it it seemed like a really important time to share with a wide audience some of the secrets and and insights around how to deepen face-to-face, eye-to-eye, heart-to-heart, soul-to-soul communication because this is not just a, a key to effectiveness or, or translating your creative idea into practice. It's also one of the real secrets of a happy and fulfilling and healthy life. So I think that, that what you're saying is so very important, Michael, and that the uh, this the importance that you talk about in your book of... Uh, connection and interpersonal relationships affecting our health and happiness, our immune functioning, preventing serious diseases like dementia and diabetes and promoting longevity. And yet we seem to be spending more and more time with our devices rather than with people. So I agree with you 100% about the importance and timeliness of your writing this book now and sharing such valuable information with people. Thank you. Well, yes, it is, it is super timely. And you mentioned the importance of, of just putting it down, shutting it off, but also being very careful curator of what you allow in and making sure that you're really only allowing in that which is life-affirming and intelligent and positive, and also curating what you post, that if you remember that everything you share ripples out for better or for worse, you want to make sure that it's for better. Uh, Exactly, and it's not only with social media, it's also with what we say and what we think, because everything has energy, and so changing our thoughts and um, getting rid of some of the negative behaviors and patterns that we all develop because we're all human changes the world and makes it the place that we want it to be. Leadership is not out there. It's within each of us. Very much so. This is the idea that we go into in some depth in the book, that emotions are contagious. So be careful what you catch and what you spread. And we've known this anecdotally. This is a ancient spiritual principle. But what's fascinating is science, as it often does, is catching up 
with these great spiritual insights, we now know that in a business, for example, in a company culture, even the smallest interactions have a very powerful effect for better or for worse. Uh, one researcher, uh, Christine Poras, and another one, uh, Jane Dutton, have done a lot of work on this. They found the power of what they call HQCs, high-quality connections, uh, just the little respectful soul-to-soul, heart-to-heart connections that we make in the course of, of each day, just saying a sincere greeting to, to a colleague, asking someone about their day in an authentic and real way, uh, giving someone an accurate and thoughtful compliment. Uh, these things ripple out and create a much more positive, healthy environment, and obviously the opposite has the opposite effect. Yes, and I think for too long we've thought that leadership could be whatever the person in charge wanted, and often it was abusive. It was um, taking advantage of their position to say cruel things or to ignore people or to um, use their position of power inappropriately. It's not only in the uh, entertainment industry, which has become so prominent right now, but it's in our corporations and in our schools and in all in our small businesses, people um, are often taken advantage of not only sexually, but are hurt emotionally through comments or judgments. It, uh, it, it's obviously so, and Unfortunately, the news, we don't hear on the news, there are no breaking news. Kindness, compassion are the keys to leadership. (laughs) Breaking news, uh, uh, those who look after the the needs and the higher expression of the values of their company will outperform not just on a employee engagement level, but on a financial basis, those who don't. So we do have the research now. My friend and colleague, Professor Raj Asodia, wrote a wonderful book called Firms of Endearment, uh, where Raj and his colleagues found that companies where the people at all levels, but especially the senior leaders, treat others with dignity, with respect, uh, with kindness, with compassion in a consistent way – these companies perform better financially over time than, than those who do not. So once you know that, once you know that kindness, compassion, caring, respect is not just going to help you feel better, is not just going to create more positive engagement, it's actually going to translate into greater success over time in a competitive situation. Why would you ever consider doing, doing anything else? So the, my book, The Art of Connection, is really dedicated to one of the principles of this notion of conscious leadership, which is the idea that at every level we want to create partner relationships that are truly mutually beneficial. This is one of the, one of the chapters in, in the book it focuses on balancing the exchange of energy. And, and in a healthy relationships, whether at work or at home, we, we create a sense of overflowing gratitude. And this is heaven. Isn't this how everybody wants, don't you want to just feel so grateful to the people in your life and have them feel that way towards you? Versus the opposite, which is all too often the way it is, and this is what unfortunately is in, in the media all the time, is people who are focusing on what they can extract, what they can take without concern for what they, what they give back. But we want to turn that around. And the good news is that uh, these are my clients. This is who I, I work with, with companies where this is a reality. People love uh, to work there. They, they look forward to going to work. They do something that makes a difference. 
I, I just, I mean, I just facilitated a strategic planning meeting for a company uh, that operates in this way. It's called Hillman Consulting. They're based in New Jersey, but they're all around the U.S. Uh, they're in a really competitive, really important business. They they're involved in environmental management, uh, toxic remediation, risk management, uh, and it's a company that's predicated on genuine values and caring. And they're wildly successful, uh, and they're growing. And the reason they're growing is people want to work there because it's a great environment. So uh, I'm devoted to, to helping people realize that there's a lot of good news. There's a lot of great companies like this. Uh, I'll be speaking in uh, the end of April at the Conscious Capitalism Conference down in Dallas, Texas, uh, where we bring people together who are exploring the confluence of business and compassion and kindness. And it, it, it's, it's once you know about this, like I said before, you just you wouldn't want to do anything else. Uh, I love what you're saying. So how does a company that has not been operating this way or a leader who hasn't learned these principles and the, the importance, how do people begin to shift and create an environment where that's overflowing with gratitude? I love that yep. expression. <laughs> <laughs> it, well, it, it takes you know, people... In the world today, uh, uh, the people who want to live in a conscious, loving, positive, uplifting, kind manner, uh, uh, it helps when they meet and connect with other people who are doing that. So that, that's part of why we have these, these conscious capitalism gatherings. There are chapters of conscious capitalism in I think there are now 55 chapters around the world. It's, it's a, it's a, so it helps to have a support group, and it helps to have books, which is why I write my books, and my friend Raj writes his book. He and I are actually writing a book together. That'll be the next one. It's, it helps for people to listen to your show. Uh, it, <laughs> but in a very practical way, where we usually start is we, we, look, at, we look at the culture of the organization. Uh, we look at... Uh, we do a kind of self-diagnostic uh, of the culture and also of the leaders, uh, help people become aware of what needs to change, and then we make a plan to change it. And this is where uh, we usually find that it, it's very helpful to to get people to define what's their purpose, what's, what's the purpose of the organization beyond just earning money. And because when people align around some sense of a higher purpose and almost, almost every business, every successful business at some point was organized around a purpose, but frequently that purpose gets lost and it becomes focused on short-term gain. And in the process, people have a limiting sense of what's possible. So they, they just act out behaviors that they, they probably would say don't really align with what they believe in and what they stand for, what they represent, what they aspire to. So, so I go in and I help companies recalibrate, well, what's, what's their purpose? What's their mission? What are their values? And then what are the implications of the purpose, the mission, and the values for how they really do business? And then we look at, at the changes that need to be made accordingly but also give people the lead. This is where this is real leadership development training. This is not just generic kind of off the rack, uh, general ideas of leadership training. I, we zero in on, okay, what skills do people need and, and more than skills. Uh, uh, and, and let, and let me interrupt you there sure, so that sure. we can um, talk more thoroughly about this after our break. I'm sure. your host, 
Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. While you're listening to the commercials, go to my website, PaulaJoyce.com, to sign up for my newsletter. You receive the information on all our shows and the chapter on my ultimate creative problem-solving process from my best-selling book, which will help you release hidden fears and blockages to hearing your soul, your true self, your inner wisdom, healing at deep levels, and getting what you truly want in life. This process came to me in that space between sleeping and waking. It was a gift from the spiritual realm that helps my clients align their conscious and unconscious mind and move forward with ease and speed. They change from the inside out, creating lasting change and self-empowerment. Now on your paper, write down what you've just learned about developing better relationships through connection. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Michael Gelb to talk more about rediscovering the art of connection in the age of technology. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Be the best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a -a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session. Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214-208-3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. Time for a fresh perspective. From leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission, Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today, please call one 888 Three four six nine one four one. That's one eight 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 three four six nine one four one. You may also send an email to Dr. Paula Joyce at gmail.com. Now back to uplift your life, nourishment of the spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. Welcome back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. And I hope you wrote down what you just learned about developing better relationships through connection. And I'm so glad we're here with Michael Gelb talking more about rediscovering the art of connection in the age of technology. Um, Michael, this is is so important. And I know some of our listeners are wanting to make changes in their own lives because what you talk about is um, so meaningful. I want to live in a relationship, personal and professional, that's flowing with gratitude. And I know some of the steps, things that you talk about that people need to let go of, like um, judgment and taking things personally and blaming and complaining, those are habits and they get ingrained in systems and in relationships. How 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 are these not only detrimental, I, I, which is probably obvious, but how do we become aware that we're doing it and make those changes? Right. Well, first, assume that you are doing it, <laughs> uh, and uh, this is why the, you know, the first principle in in the book, The Art of Connection, is to embrace humility. It's to it's to recognize that. All of us have unconscious ways that we interfere with connection. And if we open to that 
sense of humility and curiosity and exploration uh, where that's that's the first step and that's why that's the first principle in in the book then it is to notice you're referring to the third chapter of the book which is called achieve the three liberations and the first liberation is the liberation from looking at everything from whether we like it or we don't like it now this is hardwired into our brains it's part of our sense of survival and in studying this for many, many years, I recognize that you're, you're never going to be able to just free yourself from this completely. Uh, the voice that looks at everything and says, I want it, I don't want it, I like it, I don't like it, it's good, it's bad, probably isn't going to go away no matter how much you meditate. But the key is just to become aware of it so that you're not run by it. So in other words, this is especially before, important, by the way, if you're in a leadership position, because it can't be about you and what you like. It has to be about the organization, the team, the values, the purpose, and the mission, as we were discussing before the break. So learning to observe and notice and even honor and respect the tendencies you have to like and dislike, but then to look at a higher principle before you make your decision. And that leads to the, to the second one, which is about freeing yourself from the tendency to take everything personally. And there's a simple question you can ask yourself that, that people find very helpful when you find yourself in a situation where you are taking things personally. And it's simply to ask yourself this question, which is, how might I respond to this if I did not take it personally? And it's amazing how that question opens up all kinds of possibilities for responding in a more elegant and appropriate fashion. And then the third one is, is freedom from the tendency to whine and blame and complain. And you know, this is, it's funny, this is one of the substitutes many people have developed for connection, which is to commiserate. They get together and they start commiserating, which means to be miserable together. So uh, once you notice your tendency to do that, you can, again, view it in a compassionate, empathic way, maybe even laugh at the tendency that we all have to fall into that, and then ask yourself the question, well, how can I respond to this in a different, more positive, more useful and adaptive fashion? And that's what, you know, it really helps to define your purpose, define your mission, define your values. And that's not just for organizations. Uh, it's really important for individuals to, to write these things down so that you have a sense of what you represent, what you stand for. It's beyond just the whim of the moment. I, I I love what you're saying, and you also earlier talked about the importance of having a support group, having community, and I'm wondering, like in your example of coworkers or uh, or maybe siblings complaining about their parents or whatever, that uh, that to shift that people could make an agreement <clears throat> together so that you don't take it personally if someone points out that you're complaining and asks the question, how could you respond more responsibly? So that maybe people make an agreement together that during lunch or whenever the coffee breaks or whatever it is, that they keep the conversations in a, in a positive way and look for more responsible and grateful ways to create a positive community. Yes, this is it. First, first, if we make agreements with ourselves, then we can make agreements with, with others. And creating those uh, kinds of positive, affirming agreements about the directions we want to move our conversations toward uh, is a very adaptive and, and helpful thing that, that folks can do. Um, and, and so when you also talk about vulnerability and 
people tend to think that strength means being um, invincible and not allowing themselves to feel negative emotions, to feel uh, sad or to cry. Boys don't cry. Um, or, you know, I'll give you something to cry about if, you know, if you don't stop. <laughs> Um, you know, so so we're trained to think we have to stuff our emotions, but you talk about vulnerability in a different way. Yes, I, I I'd like to to use the words accessibility, openness, responsiveness. Uh, the word vulnerability is 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 a little tricky, just because if, if you actually look up what it means, it it if you look at the origin of the word, it comes from the root vulnerari, which means to wound. And synonyms for vulnerable include sitting duck and sucker. And <laughs> well, wow. a, lot of my clients, a lot of my clients on the East Coast, uh, are really, I can't get them to buy into the idea of being a sitting duck or a sucker. As a matter of fact, that's true <laughs> with all my clients. Uh, uh, but I can get them to buy into the idea of being receptive and responsive and open and accessible. And they've, most of them who've been around for a while have recognized that it is a sense of a real human connection that, that they know uh, that by being themselves, by being real, by being human, they make a more human connection with the people in their organization. We had a great example with a construction management uh, client. This guy's been around for 30 plus years. And in one of my seminars uh, uh, on the art of connection, he, he, he said, he opened up and he said, won't people think I'm weak if I ask for their ideas? And I just love that he shared this because 30 years ago, they probably would have thought he was weak and he never would have even said it, but he felt open enough to, to share this question in the class. And it was wonderful because I was able to facilitate a dialogue with some of the younger people in the class who, who said to him, look, you know, we know, you know, more than we do. That's why you are the boss. In this case, you should be the boss. You've got way more experience. And we respect you tremendously, but we respect you even more when you ask for our ideas. Uh, now, we know that in the end, we're probably going to do whatever it is that you think we ought to do because you know better than we do. That's, that's why we, part of why we respect and admire you, but we respect and admire you more when you include us in the decision-making. And we may be able to contribute something that extends or expands uh, your awareness or insight of, of, of how to do this, and that creates a dialogue and that builds a team, and then we feel more aligned, and we're we're just that much more engaged. And it was one of those one of those you know kumbaya company moments where everybody felt so much more aligned and connected, and realized that wow, they could have a real dialogue, and and it was a a teachable moment for this fellow who'd been around for more than thirty years. So. Uh, this is a big part of the art of connection is openness, uh, being curious, uh, and recognizing it's a paradox, recognizing genuine confidence comes from humility because it's not, we're not asking you and your ego to bear the load. We're trying to tune into deeper principles that are at work and, and align with those principles. And this is part of the secret of happiness and fulfillment in life is to attune to what is greater than your own smaller self. Um, I, uh, this is so important, and we're coming to the close of uh, this section of the show, but I think it also what you're saying about listening to people who are in the organization, not at the top of the organization, but they often have perspectives and new ideas and can see things so that they are valuable. It's not just a, 
uh, um, performo. It's not. It's not just show. It's actually something valuable because each person has something meaningful to offer, and when. That's how organizations grow and maintain um, their edge. So thank you so much, Michael, for sharing your knowledge and wisdom with us. I really appreciate it. And I encourage my audience to purchase his book, The Art of Connection, and to visit him at michaelgelb.com. And I want to thank all of you for joining us for Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you enjoyed today's show, please go to PaulaJoyce.com and like us on Facebook. Read about my latest blog and go to my store to purchase 33 Tips for Self-Empowerment. Learn about my services, including coaching, speaking, hands-on healing, remote healing, past life regression, space clearings, or to sponsor one of my experiential workshops, such as overcoming abuse through self-empowerment, 21 steps for healing the body, the arm awakening, or the ultimate creative problem-solving process. And if you mention this show, you get a 10% new client discount. When you work with me, you get support, guidance, and healing from the spiritual realm. My process helps you remove hidden blockages and connects your mind, body, and soul, resulting in faster progress and profound healing emotionally, mentally, and physically. My private and corporate clients improve their finances, health, and relationships. Click on the link to contact me and see for yourself. And now I want you to meet Archangel Andrea, who works with me and my clients and wants to help you too. She's the Archangel of self-care and will help you learn to set better boundaries, conserve and rebuild your energy, and bring more joy into your life. Use your own words or say something like Archangel Andrea, I give you permission in a positive way only to help me take better care of myself. Ask for her help when you wake up, when you go to sleep, and any time, day or night, when you need to be kinder to yourself. Pay attention to signs, synchronicity, <clears throat> and new information coming your way. This is a process, not an event. Trust that she is helping you take better care of yourself because she is. This can be used in addition to whoever else you pray to, not as a substitute. Please join us next Thursday right here when Kathy Wilde will talk about creativity from the inside out and on February 8th when Jody Prouse will talk about addiction as a family member and on February 15th when Pia Orlean will talk about how sacred retreat can heal ourselves, our culture, and our planet. This is Dr. Paula, your CM or chosen mom as designated by Dr. Bernie Siegel. Remember, you are loved. All is loved. Just let that feeling wash over you and through you. Have a blessed week. Thank you for tuning in to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. Please join Dr. Paula Joyce and her guest experts next Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Until then, have a positive week.